Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 810 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles. Joined today, no Ben Askren, but we got our regular Wednesday guests. Shane Sparks is here. James Dean Raider is here. And we are ready to rock on a fine Wednesday, a taco Wednesday here at uh, Flow Sports headquarters, where Shane is not, but he will be hopefully in August for the for the group meeting. Are you coming in for that, for the offsite? I am definitely coming in in August. Yeah, looking oh, yeah. forward to it. I've never been to the new headquarters, so uh, looking forward to seeing that palace. Let's go. Yeah, palatial I'll indeed. immediately be taking the elevator to the uh, the top the top floor to visit your guys' office. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, we're uh, we're still first floor here at the uh, Springdale <laughs> office, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, well, so we, we got a good bit to get to here. Um, odds and ends for sure. This is the 810 area code, 810 show, which is east slash central Michigan. And someone asked, I don't know if you typed this in there, who's the best wrestler from this area? That was not me. It was Tyler. Tyler put that in there. So Tyler's not even producing the show, but he's still <laughs> hard at work in the document. I don't know that area code's ben Bennett, or, I, Gosh, I just completely, ben I mean, Bennett. to start the game, unfortunately, guys, I was going to come in and say it's, a, it's time to have an, an Emmy award-winning show. Looking for that perfect broadcast, looking yeah. for that perfect baseball game. It took three pitches for a ground ball to go through my legs at shortstop. So <laughs> perfect game is out the window. But my question is, you guys mentioned, uh, say, Central Michigan. Yeah. Jason Benetti is the uh, the play-by-play voice of the Chicago White Sox. Okay. And on Twitter, he'll put pictures of baseball stadiums, and he'll always ask, who is the first person you think of? And I, it's so simple, but I love when he does it. So when you guys say Central Michigan, in my mind, I'm like, who's the first Chippewa I think of? I had one, two, real quick. I'll, I'll ask you guys. So you guys, when I say Central Michigan wrestling, who are the, who's the, what's the first thing you think about? Well, I think one of the first guys I remember watching a lot was actually Scotty Sentes for Central Michigan. Okay, I remember he had this watching crazy first, st- yeah. style. He, he was, was really tall, really good on top. Right. What about you, JD? Central Michigan. Yep. The college or like he's saying the college. The college. Yeah, Cunningham. College. I say Central Michigan wrestling. What's the first thing you think about? Casey Cunningham. Same with wow. me. Wow. Okay. Yeah, to me, I went Casey Cunningham, and then immediately a split second, then I went Ben Bennett. If I'm thinking Central Michigan, bam, 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 Casey Cunningham, Ben Bennett, Tom Borelli. Oh, ben that's where Bennett. I'm going. Ben Four-time Bennett All-American. Was an absolute. I if I remember, I mentioned Scott Sentis because he was a Florida kid. Yeah. The, I, I went to the uh, I went to the uh, Virginia Beach Senior Nationals mm-hmm. in 2008. It's the first time I went there, and if I remember right, both Sentis and Bennett, and I could be wrong on this, but I think that's the first time I saw both of those guys. And they were Ben Bennett was, man, he was good. He, he was he was spectacular. God, was he, was he tough. I guess I didn't think of, or not that I didn't think of Cunningham, but it's like I didn't really watch him, didn't get to watch him much at all. Back when did he then, win a title? 99, maybe? Something like that. And I think he won his title inside the Bryce Jordan Center. I think. Oh, that would be an interesting twist. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I think you're right. And I, I, I could be wrong. Against just... Penn State's Clint Musser. And I full think, circle. I think uh, Cody, did, did Cody lose that year? Was Cody a runner-up that year? Cody was definitely a runner-up. Um, I don't know. If and I think it was that thing. same year, because I always thought it was ironic that it was Bryce Jordan Center with, with you know, all those all those guys in the mix. Yeah, very interesting. Um, So, yeah, I don't know much about the East Central Michigan area, like what's in the thing, but I would assume, like, it's Davison. It's Davison. Is like that Flint area where 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 KJ is is from. Um, so there's some there's some hammers. You got Brent. You got Reader. Uh, you Metcalf. got Donahoe. Yeah, I said Brent. Um, oh yeah. Sorry, I should have just said Metcalf. And then of course Kevin Jackson, Olympic champion, probably the best wrestler from the area, I would imagine. I don't know the comprehensive list of of people from that area, but it's a pretty good one. Um, other odds and ends, a guy not from Michigan, a guy from Pennsylvania, Keith Gavin, he got his contract extended through 2027. Uh, Gavin seems to be doing a great job there at, at Pitt and c- 
congrats to him getting the getting the extension there. Do you have a Keith Gavin story, Shane? I got one Keith Gavin story. I um, Ben asked, I believe it was, gosh, was it Askren and I? I it, it, this stuff all runs together. Mm -hmm. If I remember right, oh, okay. All I remember is somehow, some way, and I thought I was with Askren. I thought I stayed at Askren's house on overnight once because we were traveling to Cornell for some event the next day. And it was some kind of broadcast. I don't even remember exactly what it was on. I just remember I had to go pick up Keith from the airport. I never met him. And this is probably 10 years ago. I never met him. And uh, I mean, Craig, he's, you know, probably close to 10 years younger than I am, but I'm still like intimidated because it's Keith Gavin and he's such a, you know, he's a hammer. Yeah. And him and I, him and I then went out to dinner together at like at this restaurant. I think we both had spaghetti. I thought he had spaghetti. But I just remember he was super cool, like Keith Gavin. I mean, he he put the he put the C in cool. I mean, he is. Oh, uh, wow. I really like him. I think Keith Gavin to me, he's probably. I mean, our personalities. I'm pretty loud. He's not, you know. I mean, at least in, he, he no, just he's, he's so cool. I wish I had deserved. a I wish I had a couple of teaspoons of Keith Gavin's coolness in me because he's just so laid back. I bet he's, I mean, obviously he's doing a phenomenal job at Pitt. I think they're as good as they've done. I think they're obviously their best days are ahead. I, I mean, he's a, he's awesome. They're recruiting and it's just really great well. to see a guy like that. I mean, he's a wrestling coach. He knows what he's doing. And of course you think about Keith Gavin, the best arm drag you've ever seen. He was, he was the best I've seen collegiately right now. The, the arm drag throne uh, belongs in, in Russia with, uh, Abiskadze, but yes, Keith could drag from. You guys have any Keith everywhere. stories? No, there's a really cool guy. Um, yeah, I got to know School him a little. Came out of retirement. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I liked. Uh, he was at UVA for a little bit there when I lived in Virginia. So okay, had a couple couple trips there. So yeah, no, just a yeah, big fan. Very. Big uh, fan. I mean, this wrestling's got some so many great. If, if you said to me, "Hey, I'll give you a million dollars for a coach you don't like," I I wouldn't have any money. I just everybody's awesome oh we, i'd have some money <laughs> <laughs> i like to hey speaking of coaches everybody's got to check out the jordan lean Bader show that was that was great too another you guy watch, you guys watch that no not yet it was it was good jordan lean tells a story about a, a guy that he's now friends with who took his starting job at shortstop his starting job at quarterback and of course last but not mm -mm. least Stole his girlfriend as well. And now Stole he's friends with a guy. Great wow. story. Check it out. That'd be tough. Uh so you guys Tom have Brands. One of those guys? You guys you guys have a guy like that in your uh in your life that uh just kind of took everything you had? No. No. And not JD. <laughs> JD was that guy. My, yeah, I was about <laughs> to say about a bunch of people it'd be like where, where JD went to college or high school. JD's name would come up. He was that guy. Yeah. My my wife had a boyfriend when I met her, so Maybe oh, I, was, okay. I was I was partially that guy. Uh, well, how did you uh how did you uh you know how did you how did you get get in there? Oh <laughs> I mean it's it just I don't know, it wasn't too hard. We were both working at a uh at a church camp together and uh yeah, I don't know. Just, I, what, let me let me rephrase that. Of yeah, course I don't I mean, know. How, how, how did you how did you steal her away? There we go. That's oh. what I meant. I mean, it was sort of obvious. We we definitely had a uh a connection pretty early on there and she went back to college with him, and I mean, within weeks they were they were done, and we were we were dating. Kind of let nature run its course there. Uh, no, what, we were. Chris, we, what we, we should just, do all great shows. You think about like Saturday Night Live. Hey, we got a great show. Stick around. Pearl Jam is here. Whatever else. Yeah. Flow Wrestling Live needs like some kind of musical. I mean, you got you kind of got Hall of Notes with JD here, right? I mean, it's almost <laughs> mm -hmm. having, what, making our band. dreams come true. But you're. Your wife is such a great singer. She should you should bring her onto the show once and have her sing. Little known fact: Christian Pyle's wife can can is such a good singer. She'll tear she'll choke you up. That's how that's how good she is. <laughs> I heard her sing a song on social media. It was like Easter, and I got choked up. It was beautiful. So yeah. you should bring her on sometime and let her sing because it's great. Yeah, she's she is extremely 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 talented for Very sure. Very good. Um, shout out Katie. I know you're not listening. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Okay, seamless transition from my wife's uh, vocal abilities <laughs> to the Iowa lineup, which uh, we had a pretty strong idea for some of this position. Some of there were question marks. Tom Brands at the uh, what is it, the golf outing. Yep, Hawkeye Wrestling Basically golf put outing. it out there, so we're going to talk about it. First, J.D., just your overall thoughts on uh, on uh, on Coach Brands and his uh, and the p- prospective lineup. Uh, nothing's really exciting it's pretty much what we thought it was going to be um of note ayala wasn't mentioned um so that's maybe telling he's gonna redshirt which we speculated anyways with the return of spencer lee and i wonder how much of that is well obviously spencer but the other it's like how uh how healthy is he you Mm -hmm. know because he's someone where you know is is spencer going to be on a pitch count is is my question and if so in a big duel, do you maybe throw out Drake in one of the big duels instead of Spencer? Or is Spencer just going to, like, hit the big duels and then it'll be uh, Jesse Ibarra that's the main guy for, for 125? Or... He did mention. Jesse. Mm-hmm. So Jesse was mentioned. you have to be a freshman, right, guys, on that new, on that new uh, you know, when he can wrestle four duels. That's only for freshmen only, correct? Like, he so... can't throw – you couldn't throw – Actually, I uh, think that oh, yeah, that's be, a good I am out there twice a year and not yeah, have that's a, a good point, Shane. He'd have to be a true freshman. Yeah, he's not a true freshman. He'd be a red. Well, I guess he'd that's be a, a weird sophomore. Stipulation. Because if you wrestle right, because if you go right away, then because I think the whole point of the rules was to like acclimate freshmen better to the college, yeah, student athlete lifestyle. I think which anyone is, with which is fun. But what what they really need is just I mean on its surface that's great what they're doing and I get it, but let's be honest it, it's just about making dual meet wrestling in college you don't want forfeits it's 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 so embarrassing and I know there's reasons for it I get it there's reasons for it you can I I think it is the it makes me cringe Division one wrestling and there are forfeits embarrassing come on it's embarrassing it's, it's so bad well uh, my my question has always been what. What are all these people on the team for then? What do you have all these guys? You got you got you know teams with four or five guys at, at one weight or the weight below, and you don't use any of them. You'll throw some throw out a body. What's the what is literally the worst? So someone gets pinned. Yeah. Like you, it, it looks it looks like a joke when you don't when you can't field a full team, and you can give me all the reasons. I just think it 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 comes down to the coach's failure at some level. At some it's level, you did not look. you did not construct your roster properly. You did not make the right choices in your what what in some way you messed up if you don't if you can't field a full team, and so this should help. This should help that um, I do think if you do have a redshirt available, you should get the five matches where you can be used. Like if you're in redshirt, like Drake Ayala is a perfect example. Someone he's redshirting this this year. But he should be able to get thrown in there, if only to just like give more depth to these teams and and yeah. high higher quality depth as well. Um, the idea that someone could wrestle in one dual meet and an entire year of eligibility be gone makes no sense. Awesome. How does that make any sense? Because like for the yeah, for college dumb. football, they they can play in four or five games. I don't think I think. And they can maintain the redshirt. I don't think it's regardless if they are freshmen or not. So, anyway. Uh, so, 25, Spencer. The biggest question for 125 for Iowa is how much Spencer will we see and how soon will we see him? Is he going to be someone wrestling in November out the gate or is it going to be second semester or is it just going to be here and there and a very limited match count. Um, just just a lot of questions. You're seeing him. He's on social media a decent amount. You're seeing him on Instagram. He's doing all these pull-ups. I forget how heavy yeah. the pull-up he did was, but it was like 150 yeah. pounds. It was, it was heavy. It was heavy. I'd love to feel I'd love to feel his strength if I knew I wouldn't get hurt, but I know I'd get hurt. <laughs> he has got to be just ungodly strong. Freak. Like, Total freak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is it like when he gets your wrist? Because... So many wrestlers can get your wrist, and that's sort of it. And then, holy, yeah, it's just speaking a different of, level. Speaking of wrist, guys, I might have told this story once before. You talk about, like, random wrestling things you've learned, just completely random that make you, you know, like, damn. I remember once, 2000, I've probably told this story before, but it makes me think about Spencer, probably pretty similar. Uh, 
2011 NCAA's Robles and McDonough. That oh. morning, was doing a broadcast with Mark McKnight, who wrestled at Penn State, and he had wrestled Robles at some point. So I asked him a question about Robles, like, what you know, what is what is something Robles does that you know most people don't know about, or some some kind of question along those lines. And he said Anthony Robles is so strong that when he gets that wrist, he'll squeeze it, and it doesn't take long where you can't feel your hand anymore. Like he'll wow. numb your whole hand. <laughs> well, they said that about Gable when he would just even do like a like a bicep like a bicep tie inside tie okay. like your, your your arms would go numb. I mean that would be that. Some would people suck. got that freaky next level strength. Spencer's one of them. Robles one of yeah. them. Yeah. Danny Matt Gable. Danny Hodge allegedly had like extra tendons in his hand. Oh, is that one of the <laughs> extra tendons? Literally just bucked human anatomy. Just uh, did its own thing with with uh, Danny Hodge. Uh, so yeah, forfeits are bad. Hand strike is wonderful. Thirty three looks like Colin Schriever gonna be the guy there. That was sort of uh, assumed. He w- he had some pretty nice moments in red shirt. He gave Austin DeSanto a relatively competitive match at uh, one, one of or, uh, the Luther Open. The Luther Open. So uh, there's some excitement around Shriver. Now you look at 133 pounds, where does he likely fit in that pecking order? Obviously, Dayton and RBY are the, are the class of that weight class, and there's some other really tough guys, but is he someone that can sneak into the round of 12 on the podium? Um, I think that's... That's definitely a possibility. Um, what What are your prognostications about Colin JD? Um, he's got a a ways to go, I think, before he's really pushing for All American. But definitely national qualifier type type guy. I think right now, if I had to make a prediction, it's a it's a one and two at NCAs. Yeah, um, thinking about. You know, the, he wrestled Lucas Bird in the duel. It was pretty one-sided for Lucas. Um, that's the fourth-ranked guy. Then you've got Ragason, Cannon, Philippi is back forever. Um, that, was part of, that was part of the contract. I think they extended him through 2027 as well, <laughs> yeah. Keith and Mickey Philippi. So congrats to both. Long-term deals at Pitt. This is a deep weight, man, though. Um, I thought Brian Courtney was gone after this year. Um, but – He's for Virginia, Rayvon Foley, Michael Kolioko at 11. So this is a pretty pretty deep weight class. So he's going to have some work to do to to find his way he, on the podium. He did beat Biscoglia last year. Um, so Speaking of wrists. <laughs> yeah, Biscoglia will grab and not let go. He will not let go. Um, who, I forget exactly what he did postseason but th- that shows you he, he like i said he, he's definitely already national qualifier level probably he's gonna have to improve a little bit if he wants to get on the podium yes so but he's in a good place to improve for lightweights that's for sure 141 obviously real woods is the man there and he could definitely be a Definitely be a national champion this year at 141. I mean, and coming into last year, other than Nick, you know, it was, it was a lot deeper. Now it lost so much, so much firepower. That's uh, the weight that cleared out the most. The most. I mean, I, it's it's stark how different that was. And then you had the number one guy, Willits, was the highest returning placer. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So then Cole Matthews, Pitt, number one. Uh, he'll be the top-ranked guy, and I think Real is two or three. But obviously winnable and winnable weight for them and one where they're if they want to push for a high podium they're gonna need real woods to place high yeah um he might be my preseason pick I, he'll be mine yeah I'll, i'm sure i will yeah. um though cole matthews can just cole matthews. Po- post it as bulletin board material because he should probably be the consensus yeah pick based on just how he looked overall this year Plus, good off season, one U23s. Yes, yep. Continue. He continues to improve. Max Murin, Shane's guy, one forty nine. Arachi did get a mention there at forty nine. He got mentioned at both forty nine and fifty seven. But it's hard. It to, seems like he would have a better if, chance. If Murin's coming back, and if yes. uh, there's, it's really hard to 
envision him not starting. But, you know, after his performance at NCAAs, I'm, you know, similar. Is he going to be able to get get on the podium again? This is the year for Mirren to get on. Well, I mean, he got on before, right? No. 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 Did he lose in the round of 12 to, uh, in the 2021 20, season? Yeah. He got booed. I think he's a three time. Is he three time round of three, 12? Three time round of 12. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Four time qualifier. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mirren is on the loose, telling you. He got Milnered bad. That's right. Milner is freaking tough. He wrote him like really for like that was one of the matches that happened literally right in front of us. It was not it was not competitive. So yeah, this if this is the year, he's gotta do it. Um, but he certainly can. He's beaten a lot of good guys. He's beaten many all Americans yeah. in his career. Just has to put it together. Fifty seven is definitely gonna be the biggest question mark weight for Iowa. Um, not just in who's going to wrestle, but the, the performance. It's going to be probably a, a very long shot for them to place it this way, at least with, yeah. the, with the guys here, Caleb Ratchie, Kobe Seabrick, Brett Lee Reyna. N- none of these three have shown they're ready to push, although Ratchie had some nice moments at trials for, for U-20s, I believe. He, he beat he, Cody he, Chittam. But then he lost to Chittam on the backside. Yes, in the country semis. He also like lost that. to Cody Chittum at the Southern Scuffle. So they've wrestled a lot for a guy that's not in, that's still in high school. Um, but, yeah, there's nothing really from his redshirt year. He he didn't beat anyone of note, and he lost to Chittum. So it's hard to say. And he looks like he might be the, the front runner to take that spot, at least right now. Yeah, probably him arena. Yeah, Brettley Reyna out of Florida. How did he do last year? Brettley. So he was. Who does 57 have? Is Penn State, is that Bearclaw? Yeah. 57? Okay. Yep. So Bearclaw is back. Uh, we talked about him a good bit. So Brettley beat Vince Turk last year. He beat. That's sort of it. Um, he lost to Gavin Sachs, John Arceri. So, yeah, maybe, maybe it's going to be a tough road at 157 for Iowa. That's That seems likely. But then 65, the long-awaited debut, uh, not debut debut, but the time he'll be the full guy for good, Patrick Kennedy, this guy. I think he – I prediction here, this is going to be a Shane Sparks uh, favorite because this guy is tough, in-your-face, hard hand fighter, no breaks. He is just like – prototypical Iowa-style guy. His mount returning, I'm not as sure of, but he's going to hand fight. out. Hey, man, tell you what, you know, when I think about Matt returns in the last, I mean, and it's, it's, you know, top of mind because it's not that long ago, but Iowa and Penn State, both those teams are so good. I mean, Iowa is the obvious, you watch an Iowa duel and it's obvious Matt returns. But when I think back to that national tournament last year, Matt returns at critical times. Wish I had a highlight video with Penn State did and winning national titles last year with Matt returns. Well, it was Aaron incredible. Bro- Aaron Brooks beat Miles Amin with straight yes. Matt wrestling. Absolutely. And I mean, death then. Yeah, which no one no one was predicting that. I mean oh, just, it was it was just not on the I don't think it was on the Michigan radar at all that he was gonna put that much effort into riding. RBY is another one. When RBY has to, he's so sexy and slick on his feet. Nobody's going to deny that. Yeah. But when he needs to put the hard hat on and do the do the grind work in the trenches, RBY is as good as anybody. They love that. Uh, RBY, I'm telling you, that that guy, when it's all said and done, he could be he he can be on that. He, he can be in those Mount Everest conversations. I think that's how he, good he is. I think he can because he's got this. Oh, very, extremely rare neutral ability that you just don't yeah. see that puts you in a match with everyone. There's no one that's going to drastically outclass him from from the neutral position, right? And there have been a lot of great 33s. But, yeah, I wonder who, who's, who do we think is, like, the best 33 of the last? Like, him versus, man, imagine him versus 2011 Jordan Oliver, who is maybe, for me, one of the best 33s I, I can recall. Who'd he beat in 11? Hockstrasser? Yes. 
Yes. And then, of course, Logan beats him the <clears> next <throat> year. Um, yeah. According to most. Some. <laughs> but that's still a match very much in dispute. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Ro- Roman, yeah, he could definitely be on that short list for some of the most exciting 33s. Guys, uh, let me throw this in there, and I hate to do this, but do I'll forget if, if I wait two minutes because I can't remember anything. Is there any chance that Dayton Fix goes 25? I'm just, we're talking about Spencer Lee, we're talking about Roman Bravo Young, 33, 25. Is there, is there any chance he goes down to 25? Is that being talked about, or is that just social media rumor mill? Uh, well, I didn't, I didn't know that was out there on social. It was definitely something in years past that was brought up, and I think even internally it was thought of as an option for, for Dayton. I think he even spent time in his redshirt year at 125. It's just a, um, I think ultimately it's not going to happen because I think for their lineup it doesn't make as much sense. And I don't think it – you know why else it doesn't happen? I don't think there's any way in hell Dayton fix – I mean, that's all he wants, right? He's got to, he's got to go yeah. one thirty three. He's got to beat RBY. Our that's man JD Raider talked with uh, Dayton about that very thing, and he was glad that Roman was coming back. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any scenario he goes up or down. I mean, honestly, it would make more sense for Oklahoma State if he went up. I mean, to be to be fair, if he went forty one, I'd I'd pick him to win that weight class right now. Dayton fix. And then you could get Carter Young down at 33, a weight that probably makes more sense for him. At least it would have last year. Not anymore. He went up He went up to 65. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe not. But, um, yeah, I think I think Dayton stays at 33, tries to solve that RBY puzzle. So, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't see him moving up because you don't want to throw Mastro out at 25. So it, it just makes sense for him to wrestle. Um. Okay, so Patrick Kennedy at 65. Man, who would you feel worse for? Dayton becoming a four-time finalist, never champ, or Max Mirren becoming a four-time round of 12? Dayton. Well, that's not even close. That that one's not even close. Oh, my gosh. Because, like... Shout out to my favorite wrestler ever. It was his birthday yesterday, and I've never met him, and I want to have lunch with him and meet him. My favorite all-time wrestler is Chad Zapital from Iowa. Okay. And, and Chad Zapital was a three-time runner-up for the Hawks, and he was fantastic. Teammates with, with the brands in the early 90s. My favorite all-time guy was his birthday yesterday, so happy birthday, Chad. But, uh, I mean, I took second place in high school, one time in high school. Yeah. And it it did way more to me than it should have. Like, that, that man, that, that just was very, it just, I didn't handle that right. I cannot imagine. But I'll tell you this. I would also say this, you, and I know it sucks to take second place, but I, I saw some idiots, and I try to stay off of social media as far as responding, but every now and then somebody says something that just like all of us kind of sucks you in, and some idiot put, Dayton fixes the best collection of silver medals in the world or something like that. I'm just kind of like, you know what? It's like, how many do you have? Like, how many silver medals do you have? I mean, taking, taking second place at the NCAAs, and I, I'm going to sound like the old man here, but it's like hold your head up high. That's you got to be really good to do that. Like yeah. I'm not. Can you imagine ripping on Dayton Fix on Twitter? Like, really? Yeah. No, I actually can't. Um, I, I punched that guy in the face. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let's go. Run it. I mean, that's that's. Don't say. I mean, seriously. Don't don't say. I mean, that's that's the dumb tweet of 2022 so far. Yeah. Dumb tweet. That that's an award you guys should have too. On the wow. full award show at the end of the year, you should have dumb tweet of the year. Dumbest tweet. <laughs> or the worst age tweet. I mean, yeah, yeah. the guy, so, you know, he, he, and you look back, um, he loses to Soriano in about as controversial a fashion you could recall. If they, if two two calls change this, and, and I don't know that I disagree with the one call, but they, he had Soriano completely broken down in, in tiebreakers, with legs in and and they stalemate it, which I stalemate, I yeah. said it at the time. They do that. They give the guy mm-hmm. a, another effort to to get out, and Soriano did. But he straight up pulled the headgear. Everyone saw it. it, it, they, reviewed it. <laughs> they reviewed it. I mean, I, it's it. They put they were in a terrible position where they had to just basically decide the winner there. But 
at the end of it, you, you can't freaking pull the headgear for uh, – but anyway, so that was a disaster. And then, you know, he loses to Roman, uh, which – he loses to Roman twice, but the, it was a pretty big upset for the the first time he lost to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the guy's just – he's in tough weight classes. The guy's put it on the line a lot. He's won a lot of things. He's a junior world champ. And then, you know, he made, he's made our team – he's made multiple senior world teams while still in college – and, He's so um, good. Was I mean, a favorite to make one this year. Fantastic. Now let me. Th- I'm thinking about this. The last three time finalist was it? I'm just throwing stuff at the wall. Was it? Was it Clark? Did Clark make two, three finals and win the third one? He didn't make three. Or, or not? Yeah, he lost to Brewer, uh, Nishan. And okay, then, uh, and then he and then he won it. Then he beat Seth Gross. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he's. I'm just trying to think of the last guy that. Was a runner-up twice. Obviously, well, fixed three times. Dwayne uh, N- Goldman Nico, was, a, was a Nico won his okay. last crack. He was finals, finals, third champ. What a career he had! Yeah, yeah. good. Dwayne Goldman, I'm, I'm guessing, is the last guy that went second, 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 and then won it. But I, that's a long time ago. Yeah. The thing for Dayton that you got to remember is he's got two more cracks. Yep. Right. And that's right. He's basically <laughs> he's basically said, "I'm not gonna." It's like I love this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all my eligibility. That's what he said at at Worlds last year, and I would assume that wouldn't change. And so you know, there you can look ahead and say, well, even if he doesn't win this year, he'll have one more crack at it after Roman graduates. But um, I'm sure he wants he wants to get it done. He has no interest in in putting that off. But we can think that way. So, but then the whole. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, d- debate starts. Should uh, he have another crack at it? Should you know the is fifth? Is there an asterisk? <laughs> yeah, I say no. Yeah, if I'm dating fix, maybe I win. You know, try to win it next year, and then I. Oh, that yeah, that I yeah. Who knows? Do what he, he wants. Yeah. Fun watching him wrestle. I mean, he he's also a guy who will be competing at the senior level for yeah. sure. After that, it's not a go and get a job <laughs> wrestling. It will be his job. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. one guy I could never see because you know some guys you know they they do their time and they college wrestle and then it's like oh but whatever happened to this guy or that guy like Dayton you just know you're gonna see Dayton around wrestling until we're old people yes and, and then, probably the, in, and probably in Oklahoma specifically Stillwater right I, yeah. I can't imagine him in another color right no. he's just one of those guys I mean you think about you think about different programs even at Oklahoma State with all that tradition and and he hasn't won one yet and you want to obviously be part of that club but when i think about dayton fix i think about oklahoma state like that guy's he's oklahoma state yeah through and through for sure um okay so 65 for iowa what are um how are we thinking kennedy is going to fare at this weight which is going to be really tough and yet to follow up on yet a topic from yesterday about quincy monday the thought from princeton is that he likely will go 65 next year Certify at 157, but likely wrestle at um, okay. at that weight. So is is Carr going 65 or is he staying at 57? I believe he's going up he's, next year. Carr's going yep. up too. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 57 is going to be. Go, it's hard to go against the shiny car at 65. I mean, oh, I mean Keegan will be what there. About Keegan O'Toole. Oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> Damn. We need to play this yeah, for Ben. no kidding. He wow. is. <laughs> Next week. So, I mean, gonna... is it safe to say, or, I mean, 165, is that the best? I mean, you guys, I I don't study this as much as this time of year as, as probably you guys do. Is, I mean, I 65, mean... The, the king of the, the mountain as far as weight well, class, you'll have, obviously. You're going to have three really national good. champions in one weight class. You're going to have Keegan, Griffith, and wow. David Carr all at the same mm-hmm. weight. Uh, not to mention Amin, Hamidi, Karchla. Peyton Hall of West Virginia is a monster. This is a very, very good way. Somehow Demetrius Romero still has eligibility. This guy wrestled for Boise State. Yeah. (laughs) He wrestled for Boise State. They haven't. Oh, but he's he's still at it. Uh, So. God, what a weight class. I mean, that that like makes the. I mean, that that gets my heart pounding just thinking about it, uh, getting to March and seeing those guys get after it. Man. 197 I mean, I, should have two national champions with Ferrari and Dean, but yeah, okay. three is possible with this one. Now, yeah. 
Now, does Griffith go up to 74? Um, that's been, like, speculated about, but we haven't seen it. So if, if he went up to 74, that would give 174 three national champs with Carter, Starachi, Makai Lewis, and Shane Griffith. Mm-hmm. So 65 or 74 will ultimately be the weight of weights. It was 65 probably the weight to watch this year. Yeah, I think so because with Wick in the mix and then you had, you know, Griffith was the returning champ. And then you can't – Marinelli didn't end up placing all that high, but he was definitely someone who was a bona fide title contender going into the year. And And Carson. Carson Karchla who beat him. Yeah, so – yeah, it was a great weight. For actually, you know, forty one maybe last year was before they all got freaking hurt. Uh, was yeah. the the weight as well? And also, we didn't know for a while what weight Yanni was going to go. Remember that was a question even in no, like November, December. Is he going to be the forty nine or forty one? Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if it was Yanni, Nickley, Seabass, um, Jaden. Yeah, but it d- didn't didn't really materialize like we thought at one forty one, but. That weight coming into the year with Rivera, Nick Lee, and Ironman was really tough, and then it got blown up as weights at NCAs tend to do. So how does Kennedy fit into this? This is going to be – it'll be tough for him to – he's going to have to beat like a uh, a Peyton Hall type to, to place in that top five. Um, but I do, I do think it's likely he places. I think there's a lot of people are going to have a hard time with this. With his pace, hand fighting, etc., he, he's really he's really elite. He's got a thing. He's got a, a very well honed identity as a wrestler, and I think that that'll serve him well. I mean, it, it's kind of like the Marinelli thing. Like you know, hand fight, hand fight, hand fight. You know, the post high C, post double is coming, but can you stop it? Can you? Unlikely. Most couldn't. Okay, um, so that's 65. Nelson Brands looks like the guy at 74. Mm-hmm. Um, after he was out with an injury some Swaffer last year. Swafford got a mention, too. Okay. Um, what would you say, J.D.? Swafford got a mention, too, from Brands. Okay. Uh, so that'll be the wrestle off there. Brands would probably be my pick. He's a favorite. He's another fringe All-American contender, I would say. Seventy, especially with well, what, what Swafford was that? Was he a D two national champ? D two national finals, three, maybe. D three Graceland, or wait, okay. no, they're NAI. Are they NAI? D three. I, I don't think it was D three. I could be. I'm just going off of memory. I thought he was a. Yeah, I could be wrong. So, he's good. He's good. Yeah, and as you look at seventy four, Starachi, Makai, Labriola, Plot, Lout, Smith. It's a really good top six. But then you go Mako, O'Malley, Aishens, Runyon, Ant-Man, Devos. I can see Nelson um, wrestling a uh, Mako or O'Malley to Aishens to some really competitive matches. So he, he definitely has All-American potential. It, he, he's a guy I feel like will wrestle pretty much anybody tough. Mm-hmm. But can he win? The big match he has to win, yeah, to break through and get on the podium. I don't know. He might. I think he could place this year. Uh, I really. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. But I think I think he's got. I think his upside is definitely capped by the Starachi, Lewis, Labriola types. Um, I think him versus Plot would actually be a really fun match. I don't know how it would go. Um, Plot wrestles a lot of fun matches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Plot's just kind of wide open, and Nelson is wide open, too. Nelson will give up tons of points in the name of scoring some more. So, looking forward to that. And then 84 through heavyweight is basically the same lineup for Iowa. Abasad, Jacob Warner, and Tony Cassiope round out the uh, the Hawkeye starters. So, that'll be, that'll be interesting. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to watching the Hawks this year. Cool to get that insight from from Coach Brands. Uh, JD, do you have any uh, burning voicemails that you think uh, would be good for Shane and I to hear? Nah, and our people? Not today. Not oh, today. Come on, JD. It, 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 was, it was low. People, need, people, uh, people you, need to call in. You got three in here, yet, but that, not worth it, huh? So, JD, that's a challenge from JD. We lost our TV. We didn't pay our cable bill. 
Oh, hell's breaking loose. Yeah, what's happening? I don't, no voice those voicemails are the best. So people give us, I, I'm here on Wednesdays. Next Wednesday, let's have a few. Yeah. Give us some hot takes. The, uh, the, the phone number is in the description, but I will say it for you all. 515-509-5071. That it, does, it doesn't have to be just a, a question. Sometimes we want your thoughts. Yeah, give it, get, a, get a take out there. Yeah. So a guy with a hot take right now is Sebastian Rivera. Who says? I saw I, that on Twitter this morning. All right, I got it. I got. I feel like there's some. There's a Shane Sparks take here waiting to be had. But but uh, Sebastian Rivera said, I know no guy wants to admit this, but women's deodorant is a game changer. Never smelt better in my life. <laughs> I can't say I've ever. It takes a real man. I mean, the, the use ad, women's deodorant. I can't. I've never used it either. Uh, I would say. Um, you know, the, the advertise is strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. That's, I think that's, <laughs> that's secrets. Yeah. Uh, I've never done it. I, I've never done it, but I'm not going to not, I mean, maybe he's onto something. I mean, you got to smell good, man. You got to smell good. Or at least not stink. Yeah, exactly. You know, Ben, ben says he doesn't get body odor at all and doesn't have to wear, he's never worn deodorant. Really? And his wife actually confirmed this. And his his wife is a normal person, so I don't think okay. uh, she's lying about this. Um, but yeah, he's like, no, I don't. One of the it's many been artificial intelligence. Yeah, Ben Ben has so many oddities about him. It's like yeah. you know, who, who's the, uh, you actually believe it? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I believe it too. Yeah. I believe it too. Um, okay. Also, the uh, the odds for the hot dog eating contest on July fourth are out, Shane. I'm sure you've been glued to this. Uh, the over under is at seventy four and a half hot dogs eaten by what's his name, Jimmy uh, Joey Chestnut. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. Okay, he's yep. still at. He's still Kobayashi's gone. Right, gone. I mean, he was the yeah. He's Chest, been gone. Chestnut dethroned him some time ago. Yep. Well, he got in that beef with. Uh... Like he yeah. can't compete at Nathan's. Yeah. So he could be, he could be a white whale. It could be great white buffalo. We could never know. I mean, well, Joey has beaten Kobayashi, as all our listeners know. We talk about this every year. But um, yeah, jo- Joey, I, you know, bad move from Kobayashi. There's only one hot dog contest that anyone would ever care about. You shouldn't alienate yep. yourself from those people. But, yeah, this is uh, man. I mean, he's. I mean, Chestnut's been doing this, I mean, over a decade, right? I mean, oh, easily. It's, it's the only name I know of. What is the food, Shane, that you would be most competitive in in a competitive eating contest? I, I uh, think gold, I have my answer. Goldfish would be mine. Goldfish. <laughs> yeah. So I'll show you guys. Give me literally 10 seconds. I'm going to give you the best combination there is. I'm going to show you. This. I can't believe you said goldfish. I was not ready for that. I was not ready for goldfish. The snack that smiles back. Okay. Goldfish are kind of trash. I, what? <laughs> I love goldfish. I still, and, and even though I love them, Shane's gone. He's he's in his cupboard. I thought I thought Shane's thing was wheat thins, but apparently it's it's All goldfish. All right, so here's the Here it here's is. the the combination, like the craziest food oh combination. Gosh. But I I eat this stuff pretty much daily. You got the goldfish. Normally, I get the big like milk jug. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. We get that one. But I got this, and then I put on the Frank's red hot sauce. It's the best. So if I had to do a combination, I I I don't know how I got turned on to the buffalo sauce. Uh-huh. Probably it wasn't that long ago, maybe two years ago. But I eat it like syrup. Like so, I'll get done with this. Put the goldfish in the bowl. Pour on the Frank's. Makes you sweat a little bit. So that's my question right here. I would be the goldfish eating champion. Yeah. No doubt. How about okay. you guys? All right. Well, I could do um, one. I, I don't know why, but I feel like the goldfish taste better in those bags than they do in, in the other um, other devices. But it's <laughs> to, gotta be the regular cheddar. Like I don't like yeah, the extra don't cheddar. Flavor blast other, it. Yeah, I don't need it flavor blasted. This is the perfect ratio. Yep. Shane, you and I are aligned here. Uh, I would say Krispy Kreme donuts, just the glazed. Uh. Just, oh. just plow through a dozen. No, no <laughs> problem so if I had to. Just in, in no time flat. And those go down easy. Easy. Now, the goldfish don't go down the easiest. It be you know, but Hard that's work. why I'm the champ. But the yeah. go, the uh, the glazed yeah, I'm donuts. The, 
I'm taking the path of least resistance. That or honestly, I can eat sushi so fast. It's it's crazy. I Man, I got, I, I got, put down sushi. I got sushi with my brother on uh when when I was home this weekend and I I didn't even realize it, but I hadn't eaten that day and I ate it so fast that they hadn't brought the whole our whole order yet and mine was gone and the waiter got back and literally said, "Oh my gosh." Because he couldn't believe I and I w- wasn't even in my mind that I was eating it that that I was even thinking, but yeah. So sushi and Krispy Kreme donuts for me. JD, I gotta hear this. Mayo. Mayo? I'll eat spoonfuls oh. of mayo. <laughs> oh, You're gonna win that one by default because no one is gonna do this. <laughs> Wait, and you guys remember some wrestling trivia here. When you hear when you hear mayo, what's the first thing you think about? Uh, I think about what in terms of wrestling. Yeah. Yep. One of the I, best lines I've ever said. I think about, rap. I think about Mike Zadek on the yes. Iowa thing saying it sticks to sticks your, your ribs. ribs. Yeah, it sticks to your stomach. Sticks. To, yeah, I remember yeah. he said that. That's so funny. Mike he said Zadig, that. That that was. I'll tell you what. Now, I need to go watch that again. The season that yeah. was the that that is so. You guys are a little younger than I am. JD or heck, you could be my kid, but. Yeah. <laughs> When I, you guys, I'm assuming, have seen Dan Gable Competitor Supreme, right? Yeah. JD, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm getting get ready because it's it's getting to the point now where you're going to ask kids, have you seen Dan Gable Competitor Supreme? And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Right? It's like, what do you mean? Because, I mean, that's, hell, that came out when I was in high school, for God's sakes, early 90s. But yeah. Competitor Supreme is so great. And then, of course, the season. God, the guy that did the narrating in the season, so good. I'd, I don't, I'd love to meet that. I, I wonder what that guy is doing these days. I guarantee he's not eating mayonnaise by the spoonful. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Mayo. Cross that one off. Wow. I was, I, I didn't think anything was going to top goldfish, but mayonnaise. Oh, man. Mayo well, is. You gotta what do you find, think? You got to find, you know, are your you corner just, of the market. Are you a strict helmets man or are you, uh, you like a Miracle Whip? The I, don't really zip? Dis- I don't really discriminate. You'll just go, you'll eat any mayonnaise off the block. So you eat, I mean, JD, you eat mayo all the time. I mean, obviously you must like it. Well, okay, right? I don't I mean, actually eat like. Uh, it kind of sounds like you might. I, I would. I have. Oh, yeah, it's sticking. I always mayo. do. No you know, idea. I make a sandwich and I uh, I leave a little extra on the knife. Oh, clean it up. my gosh. Okay. Just, like the, just like brownie batter. Yeah. And Mike Zadick changed my life back in, I think that was 2000, 2001, whatever had mayo it was. Since. <laughs> not not often yeah because it's just such a i mean i need all the help i can get and that's just i mean that's well yeah you get a little bit goldfish you hit, by you the hit, pound <laughs> i would cut that before yeah. i cut a little bit of mayo on your sandwich <laughs> mike zadig oh that was so good great elbow so off. Good. okay uh um, how long his beard is right now i don't know nobody has seen him in years yeah we need to get <laughs> we need a mike zadig beard update if anyone yeah, there is Knows he's, my, I, I'm assuming saying, he's Mike, Mike Zadik, you guys, Mike Zadik, there, there's two guys. Now that it's crazy how this all goes together. From the season, Mike Zadik is in there and Steve Mako is in there. Yeah. And I got to be honest, both those guys scared the living you know what out of it. Like certain people just <laughs> kind of scare you. And, I'm, <laughs> and I can't believe Mike Zadik is one of the best, best guys you'll ever meet. He's an awesome guy. Like he's so like every time I talk to him, I'm always kind of like, God, I can't believe how nice this guy is. He's an awesome guy. And I'll give you another guy. I met Steve Mako at the 2015 World Championships in Vegas. I couldn't believe how nice he was either. Oh yeah. Just awesome That's guy. how most people are. <laughs> yeah, Mako is definitely a nice guy. I mean, you see Steve Mako in the season and you're not overly interested in getting to know him, right? No. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, he's he's awesome. <laughs> so I kicked him he's in his ass. Guy. He's, yeah. down, he's down in what Florida, Mako doing like M- I mean, he's an MMA runs an he MMA gym or coach, part yeah. of one. Yep. yep. Steve yep. Mako was. God, you think about some of the great matchups back in the day. I mean, Mako and uh, and Conrad. Yeah. God, no love lost between those two. Like those were, God, those were fun matches. Definitely some battles there for sure. Um, okay. My, I think maybe the last time I talked to Mike Zadick, he yelled at me for uh, not picking enough Hokies to win. He said I didn't like Virginia Tech, which hurt me to my core, obviously, <laughs> knowing the actual truth. Um, 
the best beard in wrestling? I mean, obviously Kyle Klingman's is is going to be <laughs> a, just, a, the, Klingman's the guy to beat. I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's all in what do you value? You know, if you like a neatly trimmed, you know, Bob Vila type Klingman. of situation, okay, that's one. But uh, you know, if you like a wild, unencumbered beard, it's it's going to be Mike Zadek. Unencumbered? Where where did you pull that one from? Well, yeah, I don't I don't know. I honestly most any of any of my vocabulary words that I uh, give I I guarantee I were like one of my 11th grade vocab words <laughs> and I just had a way to hang on to them but I don't think I've added I'm any other words that in my repertoire. I'm into a Big Ten broadcast this season. Okay, okay, Not do it. Cumbered. That's fantastic. Yes, um, please do. JD's right. mustache. Would you say that's unencumbered, or I mean, where do you? No, it's it's uh it's pretty well defined. It's it's okay. Uh, it's not unruly. Okay. It's got it's good structure, good shape. <laughs> okay. What is Shane's favorite Hall and Oates song? Asks Lefty oh, Strat Five. Jeez, that's a great. Uh, gosh, that's a, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. And and right now, for whatever reason, I'm having like a complete just. My mind is, my yeah, mind is, uh, it's, um, here, one second. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's going to pull, he's going to pull out a 45. She's gone. She's, she's gone. gone. Yeah, that's what okay. it is. I don't even, honestly, I, the only Hall and Oates song I know is the, the, you make my dreams come true song. I don't probably think, know, Girl. okay, maybe so. Maybe Guys, so. Guys, on, on the entertainment front, last night I went to see Elvis. Good movie. Or whatever, oh, I don't even know what good? the name is, Elvis, but it's on Elvis. It's good. I think it's called 239, Elvis. a little long, but very good. Very good. Mm, okay, have you guys seen, it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have seen Maverick. Have you guys both seen that? No, listen to this. Friday. Listen. You guys oh, better be going. You know, on Friday, Flo is renting out a, a theater for us to go and yeah, watch it. I saw that. Yes. So I'm going. It's, it's really good. Sure. It's not as good as the first one, but it's good. But okay. Elvis was Elvis was really good. I heard uh, Tom Tom Hanks looked ridiculous in the fat suit. He wore a fat suit. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, wore... the, he's the yeah. Why does he wear a fat suit? Because the guy is fat. He's in just the character he plays. Oh oh, I was thinking in Top Gun. Oh no no no! And Elvis. <laughs> I was like, why why would he wear a fat? Uh, that makes sense for a freaking fighter pilot. I didn't realize he was in uh, the Elvis movie. He played a yeah. uh, he wore a fat suit in Tropic Thunder. Have you seen that movie, Shane? I have not. Oh my gosh. Tropic <laughs> Thunder. I'll it's tell you absurd. What, what's your, it's what's absurd. your favorite Tom Hanks movie? I mean, because last night I'm sitting there watching oh. it. I mean, he's been in so I mean, I remember going to I remember going to the theater in Ripon, Wisconsin, and I want to say 1986 as a fifth grader watching Big, where he's like dancing on the big piano. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a long time ago. But his was, best movie, in my opinion, has got to be Castaway. I was going to say Toy Story. <laughs> it's Forrest Gump. Oh, Toy Story's good. Guys, <laughs> let me ask you this. You guys got to be a little vulnerable with me on this one here, okay? You got to okay. be vulnerable, okay? All right. I'll, I'll start. <laughs> so I'll put my skin in the game right away. We're going to talk about crying really quick. I don't know if I can get through the movie Castaway without getting choked up, and I've probably seen it 20 times. That movie... There's two movies that choke me up no matter what. Castaway chokes me up, and then A League of Their Own at okay. the very end. I can't, I couldn't get through A League of Their Own. I don't think I've ever done it. It's it gets me every time. Man, but, I haven't watched A League of Their Own since I was probably under 10 years old. So I don't uh, even that, remember. That movie is so yeah, it's one of my favorite baseball movies. It's so good. Really? Lots lot to that movie. What are what the tear jerkers for you guys? What is a sad movie? Uh I thought the movie John Q, I don't know why, uh, just like a dad. Have you seen that one, Shane? I have not. Oh, my gosh. You'll love John Q. Denzel, his son needs this crazy, uh, has this heart condition. I won't even say anything else. It is extremely good. Probably one of Denzel's best performances, in my opinion. Very good movie. I'm trying to think. What have I I watched recently? I don't know. I'll, I'll try to come up with something for next week. JD, JD doesn't cry. That's right. Oh, I'll bet. Oh, come on, JD. <laughs> what, 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 what did you say? I said he doesn't cry. He goes, that's right. Never once. Doesn't even know how. You never cried during a movie, JD? 
I've never cried, period. That's my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Call your mom right now. Call your mom right now. In all my time on this podcast, in all my time on this podcast, the best thing I've ever heard was, I never cry, period. I never cry, cry, period. Ask my mother. (laughs) I said it was a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Jamie, I can see the second you were born, I can just see it. Second you were born, you know, most babies start crying, whatever. Not JD, just staring at the doctor, just staring He's like, at him. This bumps the doc. He's like, this worked. Thanks, doc. With, with, and the mustache was already, you could, mm-hmm. you could see just, mm-hmm. it was already coming through a little yep. bit, you know. What do you, you were probably one of those guys, JD, you had the, you know, had the facial hair at what? Nine years old, maybe? <laughs> no, no, I, I was. <laughs> That's a normal high school kid. It's all that mayonnaise. Makes yeah, you, makes your sticks hair to your ribs, but it puts your hair on your chest. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we can call it. I think we did the oh, show. No way. Oh, man. Shane's just getting. We did have a text Oh, we got a text. We got a text from JD's mom. <laughs> no, from, from a listener. And I want to get Shane's take on this because I think we've talked okay. about it. Okay. But it's it said, the new eligibility rules surrounding true freshmen allows them to wrestle five matches without burning the red shirt. Kale Sanderson never lost during his NCAA competitive years, but did during his red shirt year. In your opinion, would a freshman who goes undefeated for four consecutive NCAA seasons, their seasons, and wins, but loses one of their five matches that they wrestle, are they? How are they viewed? Comp- uh- Compared to Kale. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because Kale lost, and, and I should know his name. I know that All he Jen. was from Iowa, and unfortunately, I know he, he passed away. Yeah. Paul um, Jen. Paul Jen. There you go. Yeah. So, um, um, it, you go ahead, Shane. I mean, I, it just, it's a loss, right? I mean, I've, I've always, I've always thought in this, in these debates, correct me if I'm wrong. Kyle Dake, Kyle, Kyle Dake never redshirted, correct? Correct. And he didn't get, he didn't, I mean, he didn't take a year off, right? I and mean, he went, he went senior year of high school to winning an NCAA title, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Correct. I've always thought one of the, at least for me, if you were ever to argue, I mean, I, I just, Kyle Dake's career, winning it as a true freshman at 141, like, so if, if I you think... told me you thought Kyle Dake's career was better than Kale Sanderson's, you would not hear much of a debate from me. I, I think you should because I think had Dake run the table sophomore through senior year, I think so. Because then you could say, okay, well, he didn't Yanni get style. He didn't get the red shirt. Yes, Yanni style, you could say. But um I think him taking losses to, to Vincent and Kevin Lavalley as a sophomore. I think the whole point of Kale is just like it was impeccable. It was start to finish impeccable. And it was start to finish dominant. Right, he beat people so badly every yep. single year he was in college. He killed everyone he wrestled. He very, very rarely was in competitive matches, much less lost any of them. So, for that reason, I don't. I I think you. There, the argument for Dake is he beat David Taylor. He bumped up. Um, no, no red shirt. But that. I mean, many look at the years he won. I mean, 41, 49, 57, 60. I mean, that is the. Man, I mean, those are the top weights. And I think what is interesting, like the fact that he changed weights is not as, um, doesn't like blow me away. Just like it, as much as the different kinds of styles you have to navigate for those weight classes. Like a, a 165 pounder is a completely different challenge from a 141 pounder. If you watch those NCAA finals, they're very different stylistically. Like, what he did, no, we'll never see anything. I don't think we'll see anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, like, like I said, I'm not, I'm just saying, if somebody said to me, hey, who's, who's, who's career impressed you most, Dake or Sanderson? If somebody said, I mean, you could have either one of them. I wouldn't argue either one of them. Yeah. I just don't think, and I'd like to see the stats on this, and Kale will never know. Chances are he would have, you know, who, I don't, who, who won the year that he redshirted? I don't, I don't know. You know? Not I mean, I'd, I'd be curious to go back and see. I mean, I have no idea, but the the point being is, I'd like to see the stats of 
true freshman, and now it's changing a little bit just because these guys are so good, but true freshman at All-American, it's not, it, it can't be a ton. It's got to be, I mean, that, to me, winning it as a true freshman is substantial. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, that's huge compared to, I'm not taking anything away from anybody, but what Kyle Dake did, I think, I just don't think it gets enough. I don't think it gets enough credit. And I know it gets a lot. I just don't think it gets enough. That is just saying that. Then you look at the guys he beat, like, man. So Lee Fullhart won 190. Um, so it went from yeah. went from 77 to 190. So that probably would have been his weight. And then the weights changed, I think, the next year. And I don't remember. I mean, Lee Fullhart was a bad, bad dude. And I know Fullhart and well, Sanderson, I think, had some real battles to make that Olympic team. Yeah. So I don't I don't remember how – I guess my point being is when, when you say the name Lee Fullhart on the surface, and again, I don't know. I'm just saying what my perception is when I hear you say Lee Fullhart. My first reaction is, okay, that's not a gimme that he wins it. Not that it would be with anybody, but Lee Fullhart was bad. He was next-level bad dude, Lee Fullhart. Yeah, he was good. Um, yeah. He wrestled, he wrestled Kale tough, but um, – yeah, total hypothetical because we we don't know. But I th- yeah. I think the trump card is that is never losing in dominance for me. It's like, um, he 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 destroyed everyone for four straight years in a way we haven't seen. Well, I don't know how we started talking about Kyle Dake, but to bring back to the original question, yes. say someone does that, but they take a loss on their official record because it's one of their five mm-hmm. matches. I, I, view it, I view it identically to, to Kale losing as a red shirt. I was like, okay, yeah, fine. He, he had a loss there. But, like, the four years you have, like, you kind of judge it based on that. You don't. But these will be official matches, correct? They're all. That, uh, what makes them not official? What made the a red shirt? The fact that Kale says he's 159 and 0. Uh, well, he is. He is 159. Yeah, but now it's yeah, so, so here's my question, Christian. Go you guys listen to this. So my, my question is, if you if you now so when when Kale was one fifty nine and zero when his redshirt season didn't didn't count towards his official record, do these matches now with the new rule are these official matches? I would think they are. They got to be official because it's going to be during an official if, duel. If, if you're wrestling attached like for in a duel, it's official. It will go on your so official if you record. lose if you lose one time as a true freshman in a duel meet. You lost. Yes, they're all official. Yeah. They're all official. I mean, I, I they, um, but no, they, they're not because Kale's one fifty nine and zero. But they they all have the ability. Like if they had pulled his record at the, the end of the year, then that that match gets pulled in. Yeah, but they didn't. I know, but, they but didn't. it's yeah. So no, that doesn't count. Does not count against the. You get your four years to do whatever you're gonna do, right? I, I disagree, Christian. I, I I will say this: they pull you out of red shirt, and you get beaten to do it. If let's let's just say this happens, you got Iowa, Iowa, and Illinois, and Iowa pulls a kid out, whoever it might be, or and, and he loses in that dual meets. That's a loss. It's a loss on your record. You are not undefeated in college anymore. You can't be. You can't. It's well, an then he wasn't undefeated. He patch. wasn't undefeated in college. He wasn't undefeated in college. He was undefeated for his um, varsity career, whatever you want to call it. No, you you're, you wouldn't be though. If you if you wrestle as a true freshman in a dual meet and you get beat, you have a loss on your record. Period. End of story. No. Was it trying can't count it close? Yeah. Christian, Christian, how could you not? It's an official match in a dual meet. Uh, it's an the... official match. It's there forever. You go back to a box score in 100 years to Iowa, Illinois in January of 2023. You lost. You that's, lost. That's the thing. Whether right or wrong, it will be viewed that way because there so, will be guys, the key a here is on you your are record. Attached. You're attached. If you're attached, it counts. Uh, yeah. Disagree. Because in... Like Shane is saying, in 50, 100 years, nobody will re- hardly will say, yes, but that was their true freshman year. They they will see the one. They will see the 159 in one. The four years yeah, compared to the 159 in O. You're not even Kale. giving him his wins his redshirt year. You're just saying 159 and one. That's not right either. He wasn't attached. 
because he wasn't attached in those matches. That's the key here. It's are you attached? If you're attached, See, that is such a semantic. That is so pointless. That I understand. Attached, not attached. But there's no difference. They're college matches. It's it's all the same to me. Okay, so Christian, 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 I'm reasonable. I'll make a deal. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll agree with you. So with that being said, Kale's got a loss. I'm, I'm okay playing it the way you want to play it. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, he so went undefeated in his four years. The four years he was supposed to not lose, he didn't lose. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I so you know what the cool thing is for wrestling fans? If you're a, if you are a 12 year old kid right now or 15 year old kid whatever you can still because it's always like you know kale obviously 159 you know whatever but there's still i mean we're talking a sliver of meat on the bone to do to one up kale so it's never been done i mean it's never been done where somebody's been undefeated in her college career right it's never happened yeah i guess not um Probably has. It probably has. Was Not in Division from One. Oklahoma it's State. Yeah. What was his record? But he only wrestled three seasons. I, I should say that. Yeah. Okay. Undefeated in the college. Undefeated in a Division One college career with four national titles. Yeah. Never. I don't believe that's ever been done. So, if you're some 13 year old out there, whatever you are, you can still. There's still you can you can Kale can be dethroned. Yeah. Can do it as a true freshman. Yeah, I mean, what, yep. Yeah, the interesting conversation is if, if you, you know, know what, guys. Take that loss in my game. lifetime, do you think we'll see it in our lifetime? No. True freshman. No. I, I'll never say never on this one. Well, I, I'm not yeah. going to say never, but if I have, I wouldn't to put bet my money on it. Somewhere. Obviously, odds would be. I mean, it would be. Yeah, I, 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 next I don't to impossible, think it, but I bet I, it happens at no. some point. It's, I mean, it's, it's crazy how it'll happen. But you know what? That's All right, here's what's not going to happen. Here's what I will definitively say: uh, No one is ever going to hit 159 matches. Yeah, that, you're probably right on yeah. that. It's like <laughs> yeah. they don't wrestle that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, 120, uh, I'd be like, wow. Yeah, that would surprise me. Tough to 100. 100 is kind of that. You get to 100 wins in a career right now. When, when, you know, if you have four years of eligibility, when everything's normal. That's that's a lot. Of, a lot of guys don't get twenty five matches a year. Well, anymore that's the case. Um, yeah, I think even ten years ago was way more common. Now it's like, yeah, Kale yeah. averaging forty wins a year basically. That's that's incredible. Yep, yep. So we'll Man. never see that, uh, in my opinion, because no one's wrestling that much. Nothing beats a good wrestling debate, man. You're right. Good stuff. You're right. Um, okay, let's let's get out of here. Um, been a fun one. Always great having Shane on the show. We will be back tomorrow. Ben will be back. You will not be here. I'm out. He's going. What are you doing, JD? Out vacation? Uh, I got a wedding. I'm headed to Omaha, Nebraska. Nice. Well, you guys have a great fourth. Everybody have a great fourth. Heck yeah. Happy well. Fourth of July. Go eat 75 hot dogs. You could be the greatest. You could beat <laughs> Joey Chestnut. That's all you have to do. 75 hot dogs in like 12 minutes. No problem. <laughs> Go eat some goldfish, some mayonnaise, whatever it is you do over the weekend. You know what? It's America. You can uh, you can eat mayonnaise <laughs> by the spoonful. One of the great great pleasures for JD. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you tomorrow, tomorrow morning, bright and early with Ben. He'll be back. See you guys. Thanks. <laughs>